Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic, the difference between a good accountant and a good financial advisor. Michael. Dallas, I've heard you say on this podcast before, if there's any accountants out there listening, <laughs> just know that we know yeah. what the real figure is. Yeah, we're, just, yeah. we're just rounding it up to $40,000. Yeah. We're rounding it down to $40,000. Yeah. Well, there is yeah. at least one accountant <laughs> listening. It's uh, a friend of mine, Kate Smith. Uh, she's in my boxing group on a yeah. Friday morning. Yep. Um, and and we're having coffee just the other day, yeah. and uh, Kate says to me um, after the boxing session, I've got a bit of an issue with you. Because <laughs> you always can hear accountants. <laughs> you said something the other day on the podcast. This is Kate saying this to me. Yeah. Um, that was... Uh, she didn't use the words hurtful or anything like that. It was, yeah. it was, it was really negative towards accountants. And yeah. I was racking my brain. I couldn't... I couldn't, couldn't remember. Thank what. God she couldn't think of it either. But I think I said um, the oversetting up oh. of self-managed super funds by accountants yeah. is, is pure evil. Yeah. Now, I retract that statement. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was a little bit of a... It was I, a little I, bit of... Uh, hyperbole there. Yeah. Hyperbole. Yeah. Um, however, there are some some bad or unscrupulous accountants yeah. just as there are many yeah. bad or unscrupulous financial advisors yes Kate's not one of them no and no. she throws a mean punch too like, <laughs> so I've actually worse. been her boxing partner before so she <laughs> yeah. she can throw a, uh, a good straight left and a, and a, and a good right hook so yeah. uh, I know you're listening Kate so g'day <laughs> so, so now just, just to uh, I guess this is the, the point of what you're, what you're getting at there is that there are many many good accountants and so what you yeah. what we're talking about here today is, you know, obviously there's really nothing. I mean, there is things to talk about with with shoddy accountants, and as there is, you know, bad financial advisors. We've talked about it before. There, like any industry, there are both people who are not doing the right thing from an integrity point of view, but then there are also just incapable people who just don't, you know, yep. aren't good at what they do. And so what we're, not, we're talking about today is the difference between a good accountant. There are many good accountants out there, and, and you, may, you may well, as, as a listener, you may well have a good accountant. So what we sort of want to touch on a bit here is the difference between a, a good accountant and a good financial advisor, which we, we will put ourselves in that category, and I think the the further point to that is how they all work together, and that's that's how we think of it. Is that team approach? Is that it's not our job to replace to replace an accountant. It's that's not what we do. The accountant has their place. We have our place, and it's about us all working in together. And so you want you want a good accountant just like you want a good financial advisor. So yeah, there is some confusion, and I can understand that confusion because because some. Uh some people think that we do the same thing as yep. an accountant. They said, yep. do you do tax returns? And we yep. said, no, we don't. Yep. Um, so I thought we'd break it down mm. um, in, in some talking points. So yep. for me, uh, one of the main differences is that a good accountant is, is tax-focused yep. for that particular financial year, yep. and, and they should really be yep. that way as well. Yep. Um, so they don't necessarily appreciate 
and and, and nor you know, perhaps place, they should. Yeah. It's not their place. Yeah. They don't appreciate a longer term financial plan may not be about obtaining the best tax outcome for that year. Yeah. Now, um, that may confuse listeners as well. Yeah. We're always talking about picking yeah. up tax deductions, and, and that's true. Yeah. Um, however, I'll just give you an example. So, so years ago, I had some clients, and they, they only had the smallest amount left on their, on their home loan. Yeah. And um, we were looking at actually putting money into superannuation for that year and claiming it as a tax deduction. Yeah. Uh, but in discussing it with them, they said, look, we just want to tick this box of getting yeah. this thing paid off yep. uh, this financial year. And and they were on track to do that. So mm. so I actually penned a little email to their accountant and I said, before before you complete their tax return, um, can you just take this into in, into consideration? Yep. Uh, they came back to me after meeting with their accountant yep. and they said, the accountants actually recommended that we, you know, actually instead of paying off our home loan a bit more, actually draw back on the home loan <laughs> and put that money into superannuation. <laughs> so I, I just reached out to him. Yeah, and and look, it, was, it, was, it, it, it wasn't that he said that at all. Yeah. It's just that when they went in there, yeah, he, they also said that they want to maximise their yeah, tax they, they don't want to so, pay tax, yeah. So, so yeah. he was doing yeah. exactly the right thing. Yeah. And he was looking at that particular financial year. Yeah. And even though I said that it was a priority to, yes. to pay their to the, their home loan off, yep. they communicated that a very different way yes. when they actually went in there because yep. they because they you know they said that they want to yep. so between the two of us we actually yep. yeah worked it out that um, they they probably wouldn't be doing that for this particular year and and, and we got back in touch with them but, but the, I, I guess that 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 highlights you yeah, know, one of the, the the small differences between <laughs> yeah. uh, for me. Um, a good accountant's role is 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 looking at that particular financial year and saying, yeah. okay, what can we do to maximise your tax deductions for this particular financial year? Yeah, I think that's a that's a great point, and um, I, I do think uh, like uh, to push back a bit on what you said. A good accountant really should be thinking at least the next couple of years mm. in advance. So you know they they do want to they're, they're focused on they generally you know often when you go to see your accountant. <clears throat> You know, if you if you've got a business or something where you have to do proactive tax planning, mm-hmm. you'll normally go and see your accountant in in sort of May. But it, even that tends to be backwards looking, where they're going, okay, well, for the financial year today, this is what's happened, and this is what we need to just tidy up before the end of the financial year. It's all sort of it's still backwards looking, um, or, or for the, the average person who doesn't go and see their accountant until the financial year's already passed, and they kind of go, this is what did happen throughout the financial year, but. A good accountant sh- still should be uh, at least thinking about the next few years, and and what I mean by that is, you know, I've got um, some. The best example I can think of now is is I've got um, clients who have cattle properties, for example, and there's there's a lot of things that you can do there where you can push sales into future years, and mm-hmm. and where I've seen um, accountants who aren't as good will just go, you know, as you said. No one comes in and voluntarily says, "I just want to pay. I'm happy to pay more tax mm. this year." Everyone wants to pay less tax, and so the client will come in and say, "I don't want to pay any tax." And so the accountant will do forced sales into the next financial year, and they'll you know pull in deductions in this year and do all these sorts of things so that the client doesn't have a tax bill. Mm. What they haven't explained though is that we're just kicking the can down the road, and next year you're going to have a bigger problem, and the yep. year after that you're going to have a bigger problem. So. A good accountant is, is always focused on that that particular financial year. Um, they they should still be thinking about the the 
you know the near term future in those future years as well. I think to me the big one as you as you just touched on there is that they're normally not privy to or it's not a it's not their remit really to be thinking mm. about that longer term financial plan and that's that's I think where um, I've had great relationships with accountants where you're able to sort of start from that that point of this is what we're trying to achieve over the next 10 years yeah. and and a, and a good accountant is is fantastic at working working with that and and they sort of often appreciate having that like you say it's not their role to get in with with their clients and talk no. about what are your retirement you know um plans and when do you they just don't have the capacity and it's not really their skill set to have those sorts of conversations and and to know that but if if i can go to an accountant and say look this is what we're trying to achieve over the next five, ten years. Um, if there's a property sale within there, or a, you know, in some cases a business sale or whatever, and this is the timeline of events that we're looking at, a good accountant is is then fantastic at working proactively around that. But but they have to often you have to sort of have a bit of a framework of what you want to achieve, and mm-hmm. and that's I think often the issue is that even a good accountant for your average client that's going in to see them, they probably don't they don't necessarily know what it is they're looking to achieve over the long term. So if, if you don't know what you're trying to achieve over the long term, you know, what's the old saying? If, if, you, don't, if, you, don't co- if you don't care where, you, where, you, where you're going, it, it doesn't sort of matter how you get there. And no. that's sort of the, the approach, I think, is a lot of people don't know where they're trying to get to and what they're trying to achieve. And then because of that, their accountant is just going to focus on that one particular financial year. And so it's not the accountant's fault when they're not doing that proactive planning. It's, it's just... They need that framework to work towards, and it's our role to actually communicate that yeah. with the with with our clients' accounts and mm. say, okay, here's where here's yeah. where, here's the bigger picture for us over the next ten years, yes. or the next thirty years, yeah. or the, you know, um, uh, what what we what we where we need to be is is here, mm. and and that that helps frame that helps frame the yeah. the uh, advice from the tax yeah. specialist point of view. Yep. Yeah. And that's another point there. Um, yep. So we are we are very tax focused financial advisors. So there are some financial advisors out there that don't look at tax at all. Yep. We actually this is digressing. We think they're getting paid when they shouldn't be. Well, this because, is, we, we've done a podcast tax. about this about the yeah. You know, um, what's what was the, I can't remember the title. It was basically dodgy financial advisors, partial financial advisors, yeah. and good financial advisors. And, yes. and the point made is there's a lot of partial financial advisors where they They'll give advice about a lump sum of money or what you should mm. do in a vacuum, as though as though you're not operating within the Australian tax system. Tax, yeah. So it's it's sort of bizarre. It's it's like yep. they're sort of giving you advice about here's what you should do with your money, as though tax doesn't exist. You go yep. well, you can pretend tax doesn't exist, but the ATO is going to come after you for their for their pound. Yep. So you you might as well take that into account, and you should be taking that into account. Absolutely. So um, look, we're very tax focused, and we know a lot about specific elements of the tax system mm. but uh such as you know, superannuation contributions tax yeah. and and, yeah, and the legislation least. around that and and how to yeah. how to um yeah, claim yeah. a contribution at 39 percent tax deduction and only pay 15 percent tax yeah. going in um what we see quite a lot and this is probably more um pertinent or relevant for for business people mm. those business clients of ours is that there are so many specific areas of taxation law yeah. that that um, accountants are experts at, yeah. 
um, we have an understanding of a lot of that, mm. but but um, but we are not an expert at some right. of those specific you know, business tax planning uh, yeah. uh, you know, elements yeah. as well. So, and that, that's exactly that's I think the key too is we're talking about a good accountant and a good financial advisor as though there's one thing for everyone, and that's mm. I think the key for me is like we've talked about we just specialize in retirement planning we that's that's what i'm I'm the best financial planner in australia at retirement planning now if a 30 year old comes to see me there are we were just having a discussion just then having a coffee with um, one of the other people that that shares our office who is a, a young woman who's about to buy her first home and i started talking to her about the first home super save scheme and then i went i sort of tailed off and went I, I don't know exactly how it works. I got into the, and I couldn't be bothered looking back into it because that's not mm. something that my fifty-five-year-old clients need. So I know there's something there, but you need to go and deal with it. So even though I'm the best retirement financial planner in Australia, and I'm waiting for you to roll your eyes, and you haven't done that yet, so, <laughs> but it's it's I'm the right financial planner for a fifty-five-year-old couple. I'm not the right financial planner for a thirty-year-old couple. Mm. And so I think the same thing applies with accountants, and that's where it's easy to. Um, People tend to pick their account and then just sort of go along and, and they sort of roll along until such time as they feel like the accountant has stuffed something up or, or, mm. or you know, or they've charged too much. Or Whereas what you really should be doing is thinking, okay, based on my situation and my needs and what's specific to me, who, who is going to be a good accountant for me? You know, like you said, if you're a business owner, um, if you're a small business owner here in Townsville, the type of accountant that you probably need is going to be very different to, you know, um, a nurse and a school teacher, for example. Mm. Or if you own, you know, thirty million dollars worth of cattle properties, you, you, your accountant's going to be very different to the local, you know, just the the, mm. the local bloke in Charters Towers. It's not, it's not saying that each of these accountants aren't good accountants. It's that there are niche areas that they need to be really across and really an expert in for some people and, and it's about finding the right one for you and, and what you need from them. So, yeah, I think that's that's a good point is that, you know, that applies to us as well and I think the, the, key, the key for us is often knowing the limits of your knowledge. So mm. we know enough about tax to go, okay, I know these rules, I know these rules, okay, now we're getting into some territory that I'm not sure exactly how that works or how that might be relevant for this client. Let's go and get your, your accountant involved in, in yep. they can give us the exact details of how this will work. Mm. And that's, that's I think, your, you know, a, a talking point here that, that, you've, that you've raised is that a good financial advisor, which is us, we should be utilising a good accountant where necessary for tax expertise. It doesn't help anyone if we pretend that we know everything about tax and the tax system and all these little arcane bits and pieces because we just don't. You can't be across all those different things. Right. So we we need to be able to um, get get a good accountant involved where where necessary to get that expertise. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're we are more broad yeah. in terms of we we tax is a huge part of the overall financial strategies and yeah. plan that we use yeah however um yeah um also is getting to where they yeah the client needs to be in 10 years and yeah. then and then yeah. retiring and never yeah. running out of money psychology of how much money, money hard spend, enough yeah, and the how much yeah yeah so so um Accountants aren't yeah. responsible for those areas. No. They're responsible for the tax side of things. Yep. Yep. So um, 
they are experts in that niche. Yes. And and a good financial advisor should be utilising a good accountant. Yes. In in terms of that that tax expertise where necessary. Yeah. Um, and that's I think again to where we where we've had relationships and where things have worked really well with good accountants is that they're again aware of the edge of their expertise as well. Is that I've, I've often had accountants that have sent a client across and said, hey, I've talked to them about all these sorts of things, but they're, they're asking questions about, you know, you know, retirement, how much should they be saving and, and where are they on track to be and how much do you think they'll need and all those sorts of things. And, and a good accountant is very quick to go, hey, I, that's, that's outside of my, yeah. my area. You need yep. to go and talk to a, a good financial planner about that sort of thing. Yep. So I think that's, that's the key to, uh, to that is, is everyone knowing their, their place. And that's, you know, again... A good accountant knows that in the same way that a good financial planner knows how much their knowledge is. Where we've seen it get dangerous from both perspectives is that if you've got a financial advisor who thinks they know everything and, they, and they're trying to tell you, uh, you know, all the rules around how much laundry you can claim on your, you know, through your, through your small business, all these sorts of things, you, they're probably going outside of their realm there and you should mm. really be listening to your accountant, not them. In the same way, if you go to your accountant and he's telling you, you should be investing your money in these assets or this is how much you should be saving every week and all these sorts of things. It, it's either incomplete advice in as much as the accountant may only be telling you um, what you should be doing in order to minimise tax uh, or they might be getting outside of their, their area of expertise without realising it and, and giving you advice about something that they, they probably don't really know about. So I think that's you know, the the difference between a good accountant and a good financial advisor is just that they have different areas of expertise. Mm-hmm. The commonality is that both a good accountant and a good financial advisor, they know they know enough to be able to stay in their lane. They're not going to give you advice about something they don't. They're not really an expert in, and they can see the value in uh, that team approach and making sure that everyone's working on on the same the same sort of script. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.